people, uh, we were just in Hamburg. And then there was a Ghanaian guy who just walked up to me, you know, after the show. And he said, oh man, bro, thanks for singing in Ghana language. Wow, that most people are losing the language and I'm here doing it. And I said, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. This is mm. the reason, the big reason that we should be able to push the language. Hello, my name is Abna Sewa and you were just listening to Eric Uwusu, aka King Uwusu. Eric is better known for supporting musical heavyweights such as Ebo Taylor and Pat Thomas and the Kwashibueria Band with his energised live drumming performances. But this season percussionist is making a return to his childhood passion as a singer and he's now fronting his own band, Jimba Groove, with co-founder, composer and producer Yannick Nolting. Eric talks to us about forming the Berlin-based Afro Soul Band during the height of the pandemic, why he infuses Ghanaian languages into his lyrics, and where you can see Jimbo Groove this year. Guten Tag. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Wie geht's dir? It's me good, danke. Und bei dir? Geht's dir auch gut? Ja, jawohl. <laughs> what I wanted to say first of all is Bassa Bassa is pure vibes. Definitely. I love it. So I wanted you to tell us more about the sounds and the influence of high life and soul because that's what I'm feeling. Okay, that's right. You know, my friend Yannick, who is the producer of the music, not the lyrics, of course. He was also in West Africa a lot. He was traveling around. He was in Mali a lot. So he says he have like a Mali influence. So he listened to a, a lot of stuff from West Africa. And so me as a Ghana, Nigerian born guy, I also had to like uh, bring my own African influence, you know, Mother Africa, you know, with the sunshine and everything into the music. So the vibe totally from Basa Basa. It's just big vibe, so to say, because a influence from Afro soul music yeah. and high life music, pretty much yeah. West African yeah. vibe. Definitely. That really comes through. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me how you and Yannick got together in the band. How did that all start? Oh, yeah. So um, I think say, two, um, like uh, two years ago, almost something like this. It was like some show in December that I, I was having in Berlin with a different musician friend of mine also that we have also like made a couple of stuff. His name is um, Sabi Bokno. It's like Abashi is okay. the name of his band. Yeah. And so we had, we had this show in Berlin and then Yannick happens to be there. He came by and then after the show, he came saying, oh, what's up, man? And then we started having a chat and all that. He, he heard that I live in Anufa. He said he was also born in Anufa. I said, yeah, yeah, that's where I live, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, we start connecting, you know, we just had, like had a vibe somehow. And he said, oh, let's do something, make music. And see, because he's also a bass player, he has music already made, played it to me. And I said, oh, this fits in. So I, I put the lyrics there and he's like, oh man, that's the one. From there, we took it from there and then we went to the next level. And then we're lucky to uh, have a record label here in Anufa called Agogo Records. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, they are the ones who are really doing a lot of promotion to make sure they push more of um, Jimba Groove. So so which song was that that you put the lyrics to? Is it the one one of the ones on the album? All of it. We we co-produce it together and then we show our musicians. You know, so it's always like between two of us anyway. So 
Okay. So we working together like, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking back to when I first, first met you, which was in 2019 at the, at Pat Thomas and the Quashibuaria band when they yes, came yes. to Jazz Cafe. And, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. And I think about where you are now, you know, like mm. you were the percussionist, amazing drummer. <laughs> and, and now you're singing. Do you get me? <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. So, yeah. I mean, that transition, it's different because you're now at the forefront and you're developing the, the lyric. What was that like, the shift? Okay, most people oh. don't know. So the thing is, I've been frontlining a lot of stuff, you know, like private stuff. It could be some party, it could be whatever, you know, when I was living in Ghana. Mm. But in this case, um, because I also had that project, which I front, but they are not out yet, like um, what me and Yannick had. Okay. Like, yeah. But of course, from then and then now, there has been like a lot of improvement also in my musical career. I'm more in front, even more than before now. Yeah, definitely. Um, what one thing that I love about your sound is, first yeah. of all, the the rhythm is infectious. But I love how you combine so many of our Ghanaian languages into yeah. it. Was that intentional? Yes, that was intentional. Because um, for me, I realized in Ghana, um, you see that most people like sing in tree or only ga or stay on one language. For me, I would like to, in my own style, okay, mixing the language for me between ga and tree, it's so fun for my music and for the vibe also. Because when, when I'm singing something in ga, for example, it, it fits to sing all, all the way in ga. But then one time you feel like I want to also sing in like pigeon, pigeon English. Mm. So I always do this infusion so everyone can understand. Whoever is selling fish can understand what I say in Ga. Other people can also, like, you know, the young ones, we like to speak pidgin English because mm. it's fun. So to relate to it also, that I speak pidgin so everybody can understand what I sing. And what's been the reaction from people, I guess, in the West mainly? Are they the ones that have been going to your concerts, isn't it? Listen, it's been amazing. Of course, I had a couple of Ghanaian people also that come to my show. Mm. For example, uh, we were just in Hamburg and then there was a Ghanaian guy who just walked up to me, you know, after the show. And he said, oh man, bro, thanks for singing in Ghana language. Wow, the, uh, uh, that most people are losing the language and all that stuff, but I'm here doing it. And I said, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. This mm. is the also reason, the big reason that um, we should be able to push the language even though the people don't understand but then the vibe and mm. of course what, whatever the lyrics is it's all motivational it's all yeah. positive vibes whatever the lyrics are because i always say it with my friend and yannick he asks what's the meaning of this and he loves it you know he's also totally into it mm. and the rest of the band as well yeah so anyway so that guy was like oh yo you singing guy why he was so impressed and was so happy and then another time also the same thing happened Another Ghanaian guy who happens to be in, in the concert mm. also woke up to me and said the same thing. So since the last four months, I would say, say like a, a lot of people that I encounter, like Ghanaian people coming to my show, they really appreciate the fact that I sing in Ga and I sing in Chi as well because they mm. realize as Ghanaians and they, the Westerners, they feel the vibe. And then, you know, I also carry them along because, first of all, it's also about music and communication with mm. people. Mm. So It does feel like it's a really good time and people playing high life music. It feels like there's this contemporary wave of musicians that are bringing back that sound. Yeah. That maybe, 
yeah like how do you feel about being part of that way yeah i feel really great being part of that way because then it's not um the same thing that it used to be even though we have all the influence from like a city high life or burger high life you know but in our own case jimba groove coming now with this afro soul vibe i think it's got a lot of influence between afro beats afro beats high life soul and stuff so we are also like preaching to make sure that the young one are getting inspired so back to your question i think that in this case you know people can also express how they feel in other form not mm. um the usual way i we always like um express ourselves high life or you know if we think about reggae music or dance or whatever they're doing nowadays it's like uh, the same thing you can hear but in this case it's very broad you know you can hear jazz influence you hear funk you hear soul you hear afro everything is there and mm. so this can make other people also relate because if you just stay on your own traditional music okay cool but then how do you also communicate or how do you carry other people along with what you are doing mm. so i think in that case is really good. So possibly we could have a second golden age of high life. Definitely. It will take a <laughs> while. <laughs> it will take a while. But yeah, I really like what the uh, San Trophy boys are doing and stuff. So it's very traditional because they are like a big influence of Kwashibu area and Patomas, you know, band in what they are doing. I think I saw you. There's a picture of you. I think yeah. you went to see San Trophy. Listen, we had an amazing time. It was so, so, so nice. We met at Fusion Festival because, yeah. first of all, they were in Berlin um, just before Fusion. And mm. it's like a one, two hours away from like um, out of Berlin. So they were there. I was communicating with Emmanuel the whole time. Yeah. But then he didn't know I was going to come. So I finished my show because I played earlier with my band. We mm. played earlier. So as soon as we finished... I dashed there with the rest of my band, like, yo, we showed up there. They were so happy. And then, you know, it was so cool. They had a great night. We, we really had a great night. And no, it's amazing. And yeah. I'm, I'm quite excited because I feel this summer, Yeah. hopefully we're going to see a lot more bands playing. So I'm interested to know, where will we see you? We are going to start the second half of our tour because we've been on tour since a while, like on the road, you know, every now and then. Mm. But hopefully next year, like, we're going to do a massive tour. Because now we're just preparing everything. So we're like, you know, coming up and then checking one, two, one, two, one, two here and there. You know, mm. I was in Ghana, one, two, one, yes. two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So will that be more Europe? Yeah, it will be more Europe now. But what about UK, where some of us are? And then what about Ghana? So on the 7th of October, we're going to be in London, Hutanani. On the 8th, October, Oslo Hackney, also in London. And on the 9th of October, it's going to be BBC Six Music, live radio session. We're going to be having this. And on the same date, on the 9th, October, we're going to be going to Leeds, Brudenell Social Club. That's where we're going to be playing at. And then on the 12th, October, Fallmouth, the Cornish Bank. That is where we're going to be playing at. And on the 13th, October, we're going to be in Cardiff. The Globe is the name of the venue where we're going to be playing at. And on the 14th, October, is going to be in Bristol, Lost Horizon. That's where we're going to be. Lost Horizon. So, and on the 15th, which is the last gig, before we go out of UK, 
So on the 15th October, UK special, TBA. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. What about Ghana? The Ghanaians are asking you. Yeah, so in Ghana, when we were there, we were, were there like um, um, December. I was just there with Yannick. So that's 21. Yeah, we were there during the December, uh, December period, the, the Christmas period. But were and you we doing met... performances there? No, Kimba okay. Groove haven't performed yet in Ghana, okay. like publicly. We haven't performed yet in Ghana. Okay. Oh, actually, yeah. this reminds me, Jemba means life. Is that right? Yes, Jemba. It means life in, in Ghana. What language? language. Oh. Yeah, because we were talking about it, like, okay, what, what name are we going to give the band? And I said, oh, yeah, so everything to do with life, because it's like a new life after the whole, you know, two years, nothing happens. And now it's like life is coming back mm. again. So Jimba, like coming to life. That's what, that's what we call it, Jimba. And he said, oh, Jimba, then it's groovy. It's groovy, you know, it sounds groovy. The yeah. whole music and also so um Yannick also said, okay, we had groove. Okay, so it's a Jimba groove, which um quite makes sense. <laughs> it really does it really does it's yeah. powerful and the yeah. album is called susuma am i saying yes yeah, yeah yeah susuma yeah so on yeah. the album do you have a favorite you can't say all of them as a matter of fact i love all the songs on the album because <laughs> each song has got their own character yeah. and influence or how they react you know but because me listening to them like every time or playing them every time I have this feeling that each song has got like a different way that it reacts, you know, because mm, okay. we have one called Suban. Suban uh, literally means a uh, character. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's so beautiful, this song. And I think if you listen to that one and if you listen to Adesani, Adesani simply means a um, human, human being mm. also in this case. So I think, okay, that one has got its own character and then Suban also has got its own vibe. So when you mm. bring them all together, they are so powerful and they're making sense in so, so many ways. So lots of positive energy, positive words of yes. affirmation in it. Yes, yes. I yeah. mean, since we're talking about influence, it would be really mm. good to go back to the beginning. So little okay. Eric, what inspired okay. <laughs> him to love music? First of all, I would say it's got everything to do with talent. Mm. So when you have this thing in you, and it really pushes you a lot. Like, you really want to do it. I'm, a, I'm the kind of boy, when I was, like, four, and I knew what I wanted to do already. Which I knew that I wanted perform. to perform. Yeah, which was just to be on the stage and to play drums. And, you know, I didn't even realize that I could sing then. Mm. But, I, but I was just playing the drum, you know, like, um, how was able to, like, get the chance to play the drum was in the church. You know, the same story, you know, like yeah. a church influence, a lot of gospel music, growing up every day and every Sunday, going to the church with parents and all that has got a lot of influence. So when you arrive at the church is when I can get drums to play mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. So they know already. So as long as I arrive there, you know, I go straight to the eldest side of everything because I don't go where the children are because they don't consider me to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> And is this in Ghana or this is in Nigeria? This was in, in Nigeria. Then growing up, playing from one place to the other and meeting a lot of people, already like traveling in my age, like, I don't know, nine or nine years old, yeah. already was like going to Togo, going to the border, being in, touring around with like a West African groups, like, a, you know, little boy, they're going to put me on the table and I'll play the drum like, you know. Um, wow. Which my band parents are 
they were like a dance drama band you know this um cultural group have you heard about yeah. stuff like that before yeah 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 so um those kind of cultural groups you know putting me in the front you know, like a child you know like a little boy in the front is doing all this amazing drumming yeah really you know i'm like selling the group somehow they only have to talk to my parents and like okay no it's just for the weekend or it's just for two days you know and i'm found myself going closer and closer closer to the other family that i in ghana and one day i woke up i said no i'm going back to ghana i'm gonna go there because i think um i want to move to something else you know so was there and more opportunity in ghana to be doing there were, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. there were more opportunity in ghana there were a lot of opportunity also in nigeria but then I just like a, my also my Ghana influence. Like, okay, I just want to go there and get to meet other brothers that are, you know, like um, that I've heard about even growing up. Okay, so can we just yeah. go back? So does that mean that your dad is not like? Where's the Nigeria bit coming from? Yeah, they were based there. They were based. Oh, they were there. based there, but both your parents yeah. are Ghanaian. They just happen to be based in Nigeria. Yeah, like half half. Yeah, yeah. But they were because we have a lot of family also there. You know, my aunts, most most of my aunts, they live there. In Kwashibu, there where I grew up, also you, ah. know, you know, I grew up also in Kwashibu. <laughs> yeah, so that's your yeah. link with the band as well, the, the one that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially with Kwame, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but you, I, you, you did you did mention that your parents were worried. Obviously, you were nine years old and you're touring. Yeah, yeah, but then already these um people they will come home and say, you know, pay homage to my parents and say, look, we're gonna take care of your son. Na, 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 na. They do all the amamre, all the you know traditional stuff and they make sure okay he's gonna be fine you know and just you know the little boy just want like do what he what he loves <laughs> so tell me tell me what did it feel like for, to perform your first time like you're small and you got this yeah. big crowd listening yeah. to you it wasn't easy for a start because um my parents were like you know go against it like a lot of time mm. but um me i was just always working towards my goal so because I already had it, so it wasn't strange for me to perform in front of many people because I knew that what that's what I want to do already because I was doing that in church already, mm. like leading the whole choir from like, I don't know, I was like seven years old, wow. eight years old, I was leading the whole choir and stuff like this. That was why I said most people doesn't know that I front already since a yeah. long time. It wasn't like a first time or today or, you know, we started since this, since this is a long time. So you were singing at seven as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were doing all this stuff. And from then, my parents started to realize, okay, 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 okay. This one, okay, we think it's like this. Okay. So what what instruments do you play? Because I know you for playing different uh, drums. Exactly. So um, I play, if you think about the Western African indigenous drums, first of all. So to start from there, I would say I play talking drums. You see, so talking drums in Ghana, it's a... There's a atom pan, so them those are what we, what we call talking drums. So if you think about something they call dondo, if you yeah. think about it, yeah. So dondo is what you have when you're like um from the northern part of Ghana. Yeah, there's dondo. They play dondo. They put this drum on their shoulder, you know, so control it with your hand. Yeah, it's called dondo. But in Nigeria they call it also talking drum. Okay. So I play that, and then I play djembe, and I play a lot of um congas mm. and then bongos and a lot of shakers and some udu if you come to the western world i play udu what udu so udu is like a clay clay pot like a clay drum uh-huh. you know it's got this deep sound like when you like hit it it sounds like a water drum yeah you, 
and I play also calabash a lot. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the drum, I mean, it's so yeah. integral to our cultures. Many Ghanaian yeah. and West African cultures, you think of it as being the 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 drum is the talking drum, so it tells people in in the villages about yes. important events and stuff like that. I mean, when yes. I listen to the drum, I feel it connects to my soul. It definitely connects because, um, I mean, for talking drum, it's just as you said, it's what it used to be before uh, radio broadcast and all this stuff. Mm. It was it was drumming. They used to like call the attention of the people in the village because even then everybody understood. When they played, they say ago, they play something, they play something, they say nananum. There's going to be a meeting or there's going to be a festival in the city. So everybody should get ready, bring your attires, your yam, your cocoa yam, your kotomri, your everything, you know, because there's going to be a big fest yeah. in the city. So everybody knows. So can you speak using the drum? Can you speak that language? Yeah, yeah, I could do that. When I play the atumpan, I can say something like, Irabra Kofi, pronounce mommy. You know, stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's really beautiful, that. How do you create such powerful sounds with it? What can you tell us? Obviously not telling us all your secrets, but like, yeah. <laughs> like do you do, yeah, do you do like finger movements? How does it work? Yeah, exactly. So my secret is that I practice. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's all, a good one. Yeah, yeah, you have to practice, you know. I thought everything, like, especially music, I mean, even footballers and everything, everybody practice. If not, you are going to be there and then before you realize some people are ahead of you and you are still sitting and waiting to be a professional. Mm. You have to wake up every day at 5 a.m., you know, shake the hands and make sure everything's alive. And then, you know, start practicing slowly, 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 get ready, play along with music, do a lot of breathe movement and all that stuff. Tell us some <laughs> of the people that you've performed with. Like we know Pat Thomas, definitely, Uncle Pat. Yeah, so quite a lot of people that I've performed with. Also Abel Taylor, of course. You know that yes, of course. Uh -huh. So um, coming to the Western world, also from Cameroonian, that I also had a chance to perform with Richard Bona. So yeah. he, he took me to, he took me to Ghana, like uh, you know, did a couple of jazz gigs and all that stuff. So that was great. Also, like a uh, few people here. Um, there's a friend of mine, a really really good friend of mine. Um, is a guitarist. He's from Shamani Music and all that stuff. He does like a medicine music. He's quite famous. Also, he lives What's in Colombia his now. His name is a uh, um Rainer Rainer Shoyabran. Oh yeah, of course, Pachakuti, Young yeah. Vision, Oyu. Yeah, also with African Eight O Eight, of course. And who would you love to perform with that you haven't? That I haven't? Yeah. Oof, I have to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I really have to think about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And this is a bit this is a bit left field. If you weren't a musician, what would yeah. you be instead? What do you think you'd be doing instead? I think I would be a footballer. Ooh. I would have been a footballer because and I was so good in football. I was playing a lot of football, like growing up, even mm. within the music and football, I was like going crazy a lot until I realized, okay, I have to concentrate on the music now because that's me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, have, I think I would have been a footballer if I wasn't a musician. Okay, brilliant. Mm. So, I mean, what can we expect from you, Jemba Groove, that your type of music as well, moving forward? So moving forward now, um, we're going to like have an um, EP, which we're going to like add to the album. 
it's going to be different like during this winter coming up we are planning to go to studios just like do an ep and maybe two songs and in terms of maybe a follow-up album do you see it following that same trajectory with the positive vibes or do you think you'll switch it up no i don't think there's going to be any switch because that's what we represent that's why i rep- i represent mm. positivity and the vibe mm. and the energy you know connecting with the people that's what i represent okay it has awesome. to be <laughs> And is there anything that maybe I haven't touched on that you want to mention? I mean, also that I have stuff coming up with Kwame Yeboa and big stuff is going to be coming out. You know, um, I was involved when I was just in Ghana, we we had some nice um, studio session, which is going to be like a bringing out. So, yeah, I think you should watch out for that. (laughs) So you're just all over the place. Tentacles everywhere. You you know, (laughs) And I think it's nice because, you know, the, mm-hmm. the passing of Uncle A.B. Krenzel recently. Man, a lot, yeah. A lot so of our sad. heavyweights, yeah, they're, they're passing on, yeah. I know, yeah. It's really, it was really heavy because um, I was just thinking because, yeah, only a few days ago I heard that news and I was so sad. I was mm. really sad, but yeah. Also that we give thanks for life, you know. So, um, yeah. Was he one of your influences when we think of high life music? He's got like a, some motivation, but it wouldn't be like a influences. If he goes like a, a like a Nigeria, for example, I, I can have some influences. Like if you think um, late Orlando Julius, a he died also like uh, not too long ago. It could be like my influence. I can hear myself on some Felakuti kind of Afrobeat influence. Also all these big people, like a legend. Also Ibo Taylor from Ghana could be an influence. Pat yeah. Thomas is definitely a big influence. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of them okay. like this. Yeah. yeah, because of the funk. You talked about the funk element, the soul. I feel yeah. that, yeah, it's in their yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. And, and tell us where we can buy and hear more about you. So your website, your social media. Yeah. So if you check on our website, www.jimbamusic.com, you can get a lot of info there. And then you can also go on Instagram and check our page. Um, Jimba Groove you can also like uh, check on Amazon and you can check Jimba Music you can buy the records uh, you can check iTunes you can check Spotify it's all there mm-hmm. and your yeah. social media is yeah Eric Owusu official yeah and then for the band it's Jimba Groove and okay. Facebook also I'm also there Eric Owusu on, on Facebook so you can check everywhere King cool. Owusu Midasu yeah. and that's it okay okay bye bye thank you for listening to this episode Jimbo Groove's Basa Basa track is featured with permission in this episode the track comes from the Susuma album from Agogo Records to listen to more content like this visit our monthly Akadi Magazine Connecting Communities podcast on Apple, Spotify, Buzzsprout and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow our news on academagazine.com and academagazine.co.uk. Until next time.